Blog Talk Radio. section and I had to take myself a close look now our your bar couldn't have made these prices with a sky hook ain't that a bitch <laughs> yes it is somebody doing something slick 
Back of the good no fit gonna 
Mayat Hotep, Grand Rising, Better Love. You are listening to Dr. Robert X Form by way of Truth to Power. I'm Beverly, and we have Dr. Robert X here with us tonight. Great to have you with us tonight, Dr. Robert X. How are you doing this evening? Uh, without. <laughs> huh? Bev, hotel family. I'm doing fine, Bev. How okay. about you? Good. I'm doing good. Still breathing. And better love. That might not be such better a good thing. Uh-oh. <laughs> so the breathing. <laughs> All of this hey, toxin. Tell me about it. The entire atmosphere is toxic. Mm. All you have to do is listen to some of this insanity that people are talking about. Man, if that ain't toxic, I don't know what is. And it's got to be hell on your organs. And I haven't been listening to it, so I'm in, I'm clueless. I haven't li- listened to anything in the last two, three days. Oh, Ben, so stop I it. I for real. <laughs> okay, well, you know what the title of this forum is, right? Right. Tell the family. It is 2024 Metaphysical Finality of the Black Feminine Infinity. Can you repeat that, Ben? (laughs) (laughs) I said, that's a mouthful. Did I say it right? 2024 Metaphysical Finality of Black Feminine Feminine Infinity. That's much better. Much better. And so the theme of this series has primarily been one of uh, this fake feminine energy in this lesbian movement is becoming predominant uh, and being pushed by these black female lesbians. Well, I guess you can't be a male lesbian. <laughs> but we're looking at that as a driving force in 2024, which is representative of the number eight. And, of course, it also represents infinity. And as we kind of uh, covered on the last program, apparently black women have an energy within their DNA, their souls, that no other woman on the planet has. Cells in a position where they have to be not the progenitors, but certainly the projectors of one of the most evil group of people that has ever disgraced the planet. No other people have a history like these people. And for these black lesbians to sell their divine right, that energy, for so-called fame and fortune, tells me that this fake feminine energy is just what it, its name implies. It's all phony. 
And as we have been chronicling there since the beginning of this year, seems like every week they got a new victim. Have you heard about the latest victim that they have now under investigation? No. Who is that? Who is it this week? Uh, let me let me do this. Let me play it for you and the okay. family. Because this stuff is getting weirder and weirder all the time. Democratic Congressman Cori Bush is now under federal investigation, facing allegations that she misused campaign funds by hiring her husband for her security team. Chief Justice Correspondent Pierre Thomas has the story. Good morning, Pierre. Sure, good morning. Today's House Democrat Cori Bush of Missouri is having her ethics questioned and acknowledging she's facing a Justice Department investigation. Bush's use of her husband as a paid member of a congressional security staff appears to be the issue. She claims he has security experience and that she needs him due to ongoing threats to her life. But a complaint to the FEC by a right wing accuses Bush of illegally funneling $60,000 of campaign funds to her husband, who it claims is not a licensed security professional. The Office of Congressional Ethics, however, investigated the security allegations last year and dismissed them. The matter is clearly not resolved, so it now appears DOJ and perhaps Congress will have to resolve this issue one way or the other. George? Pierre Thomas, thanks. Hi, everyone. George Stephanopoulos here. Thanks for checking out the ABC News YouTube channel. If you'd like to get more videos, show highlights, and watch live event coverage, click on the right over here to subscribe to our channel. I can't look. Democratic Congresswoman Cori Bush is this now under federal investigation, so facing allegations that she misused campaign funds by hiring a security team. Chief Justice Correspondent Pierre Thomas has the story. Good morning. Sure, good morning. Today's House Democrat Cori Bush of Missouri is having her ethics question and is acknowledging she's facing a Justice Department investigation. Bush's use of her husband as a paid member of a congressional. Okay. I bet you that stopped the hell out of it, didn't it? <laughs> so now Cori Bush is under investigation for misappropriation of government funds. Uh, Cori Bush, is, that's the Democratic House leader or something. Is that who that is? No, this is a black woman who is, who is a member of the House from Missouri. Okay. She got elected with the whole uh, security set. Wow, it don't even want to stop on its own. <laughs> uh during the Mike Brown uh, situation uh, a few years back. Oh, okay. I know who she is. I, I, I remember have, seeing her. I, I have more respect than all the other ones combined because I agree with some of the positions that she takes. Not like the bald-headed girl who act like she got an attitude. I don't know her name. But, man, she's, she's mad at the world. And, of course, the, the Michigan representative, uh, Rashida Tlaib, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then the uh, Somali woman. Right. Uh, yeah, that, all of them are part of the so-called squad. The problem is they all ended up supporting Hamas. So Old Testament has decided to send them a message. 
and that message is you don't run nothing but your mouth. And when we tell you to shut that up, we expect you uh, to do what we tell you. Otherwise, we remove you. So she's another in a long list, it looks like, of black female elected representatives, be they mayors or attorney generals. Or, and it, this didn't just start, but since the situation in Palestine, uh, they decided to, to see just how much muscle they really have. And now they, I think they're kind of understanding that they really don't have no muscle. <laughs> now, that ain't all, Bear. Mm-hmm. And, and let me say this, Sister Bear. Mm-hmm. This Painful for me. I don't know about nobody else, but well, I don't enjoy. Just, it's just that they getting exposed. She part of the Black Lives Matter. We know that that what that was about. So they just all getting exposed now, getting yeah. part of the takedown. Yeah, that's true. But everybody in Black Lives Matter wasn't really bad. They're just being. Uh, led astray. At least that's my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think the leadership of Black Lives Matter was rotten to the core. Bunch of lesbians. <clears throat> but uh, there are a lot of young people that got involved with that. And uh, that's why you find uh, some of them leaving. Some of them high profile and leadership positions and others are just seeing it for what it is in terms of Black Lives Matter. But I'm, I guess you can't detach her from that because in a real sense she got elected because of that. Mm-hmm. Then explain uh, ass in the ass. Explain her behavior, Bill. Who did she, who is that? Did she get elected? Fanny Willis, Bear. That's what we've been called. Oh, the last Fanny. Oh, that's right. Okay, I got. Uh-huh. But they all, they all is the part of the Democratic Party, part of that elite group, and so they get exposed, and and it's being taken down. So who's taking it down, Bear? Whoever is, however, it could be spiritually exposed, but it seems like everybody is getting exposed. Yeah, that's what I think is the ultimate reason for why these people are losing their spots. Okay, they chose. Uh, to follow man instead of becoming conscious. Okay. And and the ugly part is they chose to follow white men 
And now look at them. Because you see, like a number of these black women in those positions, she was attempting to be defiant. Right? And unless you have your game in order, you do well to learn how to keep your mouth closed. So that way nothing can get out of your mouth or nothing can get in when it's closed. And now look at what has happened there since last week. I mean, it, it, it's amazing. Fanny fudged it. This is the title of the article. Home-wrecking DA lied about cohabitation. You know what that word cohabitation means, right? Yeah, them coming together, right? Yeah, having sex with each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, home-wrecking DA lied about cohabitation. Rented taxpayer-funded safe house to bang Nathan Wade, according to witnesses. You know, last week, a former co-worker of hers, who was a whistleblower, she fired her, and she didn't know that the woman was taping her. Okay. This is Fanny. Talking about Fanny. Yeah. yeah. Okay. She didn't know that the woman, the another sister, was recording her. And all of uh, much of last week, they was playing that recording. With Fanny knowing that the woman was telling the truth. But she fired her anyway. Now she's being investigated for that. And then this comes out. Check this out. Oh, this is from Zero Head. Check this out. After initially lying about her relationship with Nathan Wade, a prosecutor she paid $700,000 to help her get Trump. Willis talking about Fannie Willis, finally admitted to it after Wade's estranged wife began dropping receipts from their divorce proceedings. You know all this, right, Bear? Well, I figured the wife was going to... I didn't know, no. Like I say, I didn't know. I haven't been paying attention. Well, you knew about uh, Dude's wife Divorcing him, right? Yeah, I knew about that, yeah. Okay, good, good, good. Uh, Let's keep going. That said, Willis lied again, talking about Fannie Willis, according to Jocelyn Wade's legal team, ex-wife of Dude. While the Fulton County DA, or... C.A. 
claimed that her relationship with Nathan Wade didn't begin until after she paid him all that taxpayer money, despite the fact that Wade filed for divorce the day after he was hired. According to a new filing, witnesses will testify that Wade cohabitated with Miss Willis at an Airbnb in Happyville that was paid for by taxpayer money, which served as a safe house for their relationship, which began in 2019, three years before Willis and Wade said it began. Summing it up, so Willis home wrecked the marriage, lied about when the relationship began, hired the unqualified paramour as the lead prosecutor, paid him exorbitant rates, uh, vacations on the taxpayer dime, and booty calls at the taxpayer-funded hideaway, then went to a church to say she's a victim of racism. Now, I don't necessarily agree with how they put that. And that's not my point. The point is, as I said last week, when you got your ass uh, hanging out in the air, you got to figure somebody going to mess with it. And now we got Corey. Now, what's interesting is Corey is being investigated by the DOJ. That's the Democrats. But the DOJ is run by JEW. And Corey likes to talk. I ain't mad at her, because I like to talk, too. I'm just going to make sure I read enough so that I can, uh, in some way, at least back up what I'm talking about. I know you've heard about all the stuff going on with the border, right, Bear? Yeah, I heard that. Uh, About the truckers and them. Yeah. And And what else uh, is going on? Well, you, I'm sure you heard about Biden bombing people, right? Allegedly. Because mm-hmm. you see, they got in between a, a rock and a hard place. I got to step away for about 30 seconds there. All right. Okay. All right. And... uh when it's time for the call in, the number is three two three six four two one five eight six. And uh Dr. Robert X do have a GoFundMe page. Uh it's on the Truth to Power page. So please send a donation. Uh, he's 
have spent a, a lot of time, years doing research, keeping us up on what is going on, and we can at least show our appreciation. He's, he's not asking for any uh, funds or anything, so it's up to us to uh, help our own and to help him out with his research. I'm I'm back, Ben. Okay. And speaking of that, Ben, uh, shout out to my family in Brooklyn. Okay. Uh, I got mm-hmm. the package and was uh, just, let's just say it was a very rewarding experience to open up that box. Uh, I look forward to our conversation tomorrow, but that's much much appreciated. As well, of course, uh, to my sister here in Chicago, uh, who's one of the quietest sisters I've ever met. Okay, but she she basically has me in her prayers, uh, and I won't let sister know I appreciate it. Okay. Uh, no, I'm just saying thank you, family. Stepping yeah. up. Absolutely. Um, here's the other thing. Biden is trying to, he's being put in place um, to create or bring in as many players in the Middle East as he can. So he just bombed places that had nothing to do with the alleged three black soldiers, which I thought was interesting, that was supposedly killed by a missile. They've been hollering and screaming, Iran, Iran, Iran. But he ain't bomb Iran. Well, why not? Because Iran is working with them through the Muslim Brotherhood. So he uh, until they have no more use to them. Netanyahu knows it, don't like it. So he's trying to maneuver the United States to bomb in Iran so that they can follow suit and then get this war kicked off which is being initiated with all the other bombs that the places that uh, Biden dropped bombs on, Syria, Iraq. Why those places? Why why didn't he bomb Jordan? Since that's supposedly where the rockets came from. It's like didn't we just get through watching this movie a few years back called uh, 9-11? And while damn near everybody involved in that, according to their version of the story, was from Saudi Arabia, they went and bombed Afghanistan. I'm just trying to figure out how this works. So that's to to start up because they're also refinancing and rearming uh, ISIS. 
All right? So they want war everywhere before Orange Man get in office. And that's why he's bombed these other groups because he knows and they all know that you can't stop these people from firing missiles because they don't travel like that. So at best what they're going to do, and this is what they want to do, is drop some bombs on some more civilians and get the Arabs pissed off. Uh, you got the border wide open. Okay, and uh, you got Chinese, Arabs, Africans, and Juan Valdez all coming across the border. Okay, I'm just giving everybody a little rundown on what they can expect to see. Uh, and, a, and a lot of Chinese coming across, too. Yeah, I said them. Oh, you said them? Okay. Yeah. So, you know, uh, who is who escaping, who escaping China by the thousands? Because, <laughs> you see, them Chinese Christians, what they do to them, Bear? Didn't they lock their mm-hmm. ass up? Mm-hmm. Put them in concentration camps, and that's where they've been for years. And every now and then, the name will come up about these uh, Chinese Christians. Every four or five years, their name come back up and how persecuted they've been by the Chinese. Because religion and its philosophical uh, foundations have always been a threat to government. Osama bin Laden was at war with the Saudi uh, royal family. And in essence, his family. And there's countless examples of these people, family lineages, where they fight each other, just like the British. So-called world family. Ukraine, nobody wants to talk about it. The only way it gets mentioned is within the context of giving them some more money because that's how they're financing, or one of the ways that they're financing and arming, okay, the reconstitution of ISIS and these other killers that they control in the so-called Middle East. We say it. Zelensky was probably, if he didn't get out the way, he's probably going to be the victim of uh, some CIA double dealing type stuff where uh, he, he will no longer be breathing on this planet. And he supposedly fired his army chief of staff 
who's more popular than him. And dude said, no, I ain't going nowhere. Now, I don't know how you do that. <clears throat> but, hell, there's a lot. I don't know uh, how people are doing the things that they're doing there. Uh, because you would think that people would learn some valuable lessons. Uh, I said a few weeks ago and years ago that the cartel that's down there south of the border, basically working with the NGOs to facilitate all these illegals coming into this country, that they were directly working with the Drug Enforcement Agency You can read into that fentanyl family. Uh, They're the ones who are bringing, guiding all of the illegals, for the most part, that's coming across that border, the cartels. And when they call them cartels, they're basically talking about the drug cartels. They don't want to put drugs up there because they don't want you to view these people since they're being run by the U.S. government and its intelligence agencies. That's why it doesn't matter how many so-called drug lords they kill. Uh, It's like, well, you didn't stop anything. There's another one within minutes to take that that person's place. Easiest thing to do is to cut off the drug flow to this country. All you have to do is shut down the banks that are laundering the money. Well, I I saw the interview with the uh, sheriff along the border, and they saying that the uh, border patrols is working with the and the government fighting in them is working with the cartels and they trying to uh, stop it and the border controls is stopping the sheriffs from stopping the people from coming over. Yeah, that's what I just said in a, in a microcosm. Yeah, the cartels being run by the U.S. government. Yeah. Just like ISIS being run by the U.S. government and Israel. And it's not just them. Kind of interesting, when you go back and you trace the history of some of these groups, you come to find out that for some strange reason, they're always being created by U.S. intelligence, Israeli intelligence, or British intelligence. I don't know of any cartels that the Chinese created. I don't know of any cartels that the Russians have created. But, man, I know a bunch of them that the CIA, the British, and Mossad have created. I wonder if that's a pattern. Because the, the other thing there, family, that I want to mention before we uh, get back to the subject matter, 
uh, if I can find it here, and it's right up the same line of thinking that we're talking about now. Where you hiding at? This is insane. It's hiding from me. That means it must be a smaller article. At any rate, Bear, lo and behold, weapons originally earmarked for Ukraine are somehow mysteriously showing up in the hands of the cartels south of the border. Now, I don't know if that's a coincidence or what, but it certainly seems strange to me. How does that happen? These people running around, I'm talking about Zelensky, running around talking about they ain't got no bullets. They running out of bombs or missiles. But somehow there, some of their weapons is in the hands of the cartel south of the border. Now, again, I don't know how that happened in such a short period of time. Maybe that's why they didn't really want anybody to audit what they were doing in terms of all of the money. And people were saying that, well, what's really going on is money laundering. Well, yeah, that's part of it. But the laundering is for a specific reason. And one of the primary reasons is to arm their de facto armies in other countries to destabilize them. And that's what you see going on. And again, whether we like it or not, man, this is crazy. Not to have this. That article should be right in front of me. For some reason, it's not. Uh, Well, we just have to make do. But I definitely want to get that on the record here for future reference. Because you ain't going to see this stuff every day. They want is all Trump all the time. These people are very dangerous. One of the people that showed up today, and I thought it was interesting, somebody else may have been seeing him. Since I don't watch mainstream media, I don't see him, and that's a good thing. Andrew Wiseman, the person I said 
it's basically at the top echelon of who is running the White House. I chose him. Everybody came out with Obama. Uh, I ain't buying Obama. Okay. I said last week, I don't think Michelle Obama is running nowhere. Uh, I think she's right where she's going to be. I know people saying they're going to draft her and put her in the race. Uh, I think people know too much about what Barack Obama did while he was in office. And if it was me and I was running against him, I would love for him and his family to be out there on the campaign trail. Because he pretty much ran the whole undercover operation to remove Orange Man with the fake FBI Russia nonsense. Hillary Clinton was the so-called brains band, but Barack Obama had to sanction all of it for it to, to even take place. And he was having regular meetings with these people, with the FBI, as they were trying to take this man down. And it didn't quite work out for him. Matter of fact, none of this stuff has worked out for him. That is so crazy there, family. But that article in front of my face. Now, I have been doing some running around, but I ain't crazy. So now I'm looking up something there. Okay, but would I catch you on a bad night there? No, I'm just sitting here listening. No, I'm I'm I was looking for an article. That okay. I couldn't find. So I don't know what happened to it. I don't want my opinion. This ain't my opinion. Wow. Well, everyone, you are listening to the Truth to Power show with Dr. Robert X. Form. There we and go, Ben. You found it? Yep. But I got to reprint it, which is kind of crazy. Because I know I've already printed it once. I read the whole article. It might have slid down. I don't know where it could slide down to. But at any rate, we just create another one. That ain't coming in. Extremely handy. Extremely handy. Um. I ain't gonna work unless I see that. Yeah. Um. 
This is quite interesting, Bell family. Right. So we're looking at we're looking at a battle going on here. And and who do you think winning the battle? Um That's very difficult to say because you're not dealing with an ethical animal. See, in some in some ways, you can pretty much say what opposition is going to do if they follow some kind of standard procedure, but they don't. For instance, everybody and their mama know that Joe Biden and the Democrats decided that they were open border. They don't believe in no border. Everybody and their mama know that. So the first thing that Joe Biden does when he gets in office is what? He opens the open border. The border. Totally. Now, everybody know that. So now, all of a sudden, it's the Republicans' uh, fault because they don't want to sign a border deal that has very little to do with securing the border because he signed executive orders to undo what Orange Man had done. So, I mean, that's not rocket science. But all of a sudden, now he wants a bill so he can close the border. But they go to court to cut down the razor wire to keep the border open. You heard about that, right? Yeah. So that's why, I, yeah, that's they. That's why I was saying I, I saw the interview where they was the sheriffs was complaining, and they were talking about that too. Yeah, well, it's it's, it's just. One of my favorite words is unbelievable. I can't even use that word to describe these people. Because it's beyond unbelievable. Well, well the enemy is, is is here. The enemy, you know, and that's what we're dealing with. The enemy within. Yeah. I don't know what we can call these people. I think we underestimate them. So that's where I was going with this, okay? You got scientists at the highest level warning people that so-called diversity, equity, and inclusion that's basically having cold water thrown on it all over the place. Another one of these things that they're trying to force on people. Well, the science at the highest level say that, and I'm going to quote the headline here, scientists warn declining academic standards mixed with DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion, is a recipe for disaster. So what does that mean? That means with the policies as they're currently being exercised, 
you're going to have a whole lot of unqualified people, okay? Uh, and I'm not saying you should uh, not hire qualified people. But I think the way to deal with the whole negligence in terms of our people, because this ain't really for us. That's the, this is the bottom line. This is a temporary condition. They want your ass off the planet, okay? Uh, no, I forgot where I was, man. Man. Because I'm looking for Go ahead. So, again, you know, they want us off the planet. It's up to us. It's all about we the people. What are we going to do about this? Because we're under attack. Yeah, you would think so. I have a theory, and it's called the chicken wing theory. What's that? And this theory revolves around us until chicken wings get to thirty dollars for five. Oh, well, I won't. I won't exaggerate. Thirty dollars for fifteen chicken wings. Black people ain't gonna raise too much hell. When you put chicken wings out of black people's reach, now you're talking about creating a major issue here. Well, it looked like that if they wouldn't put it out out of uh, our reach. That's what's keeping us. It's a joke, man. I know. Because <laughs> we seem to be extremely laid it's back a, here. It's a, it's, a, it's a lot of noise, Doctor. Yeah, that's me. Oh, okay. Because I had to get up and go somewhere real quick, and, and I'm, I just haven't had a chance to settle in. Okay. So now I'm hopefully, at least for the next 20, 25 minutes. I want to go back to this that article I was mentioning from RealClearWire.com. Uh, over one billion in weapons missing in Ukraine. That's from RealClearWire. That's according to an internal audit that was done by the uh, Department of Defense Inspector General. One billion dollars. Now, if you were talking about uh, arming a group of people, let's say military-aged men, and the Department of Defense is involved with this, okay, um, that would be quite convenient with an open border and all these weapons 
all of a sudden end up in the hands of uh, young gangsters from south of the border. All right? What better way to get some quick weapons in their hands off the books but use the same ammunition that the U.S. government, who is now trying to cut off the production of ammunition because they don't want the people in this country to be able to buy no bullets. How convenient for over a billion dollars in weapons to come up uh, missing out of Ukraine. Okay? It's amazing, Bear family. And this is the kind of stuff that people are telling us to continue to support this insanity. All right. Maybe that could mean, no bear, that the weapons be drying up in the black community. Maybe they ain't going to be dropping them off in our neighborhoods anymore. Or maybe we just buying them now. Babe, you so quiet tonight? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have nothing. I'm just listening. I don't know. It's just um, one of those days. I'm, I'm not really talkative today. I'm listening. And now I, I, I think I'm situated. Now let me get back to the subject matter where we left off. Because I really wanted to get to this, and man, the people wouldn't believe why I didn't show up last last uh, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. It's the damnedest thing that there was absolutely nothing I could do about it. Now we need to wrap up this infinity and the terror uh, parts to this thing, and of course the people that are using. Uh, this particular realm of control. I hear more and more people talking about people in the Democratic Party being programmed. They're they're like zombies. uh, Because they, and I'll tell you why, because they all Mm -hmm. say the same thing. Remember, they could be the new robot. Yeah, I don't know if that's the case. There's too many people there. Okay. All over the country and at these universities, this is straight programming, uh, mind control. So I guess in a sense you can okay. you can call them robots, but no, these are just young people. It's a similarity. Who are, yeah, what are being programmed? Yeah. Okay. Now, program is is a is an interesting word because it don't really describe what's going on with these people. Okay, well you say mind control. Now that's 
that's a that inspires a whole different response. But it's the same thing. It is exactly the same thing. And there's certain stimuli <laughs> that these people say trigger them. That's what happens to people who are programmed. They get triggered. Certain words, certain phrases will basically alter their behavior in a moment's notice. If you didn't have these kind of people under observation, you wouldn't know that they've been triggered. Is it all you know? You know, Musk is doing his his neural link, so maybe a lot of them have been neural linked already. Yeah, uh, but no, I don't see that either. He ain't hiding okay. what he's doing. He's not hiding what he's doing. So if these people had Neuralink, you, you'd be aware of it. No, that ain't it. This is straight programming at early ages. And when you have uh, control of a, a group of people for 12, 13 years from their moment of learning, the children are being programmed now. But the programming is much more dangerous and is much more precise now. And for the the older people, uh, they're programmed to see everything. I mean, that's a major component to what they do. They want you scared. But what that does is that causes disease in people. Programming. And that's another one of my theories that's not so theoretical. Because there's a large body of evidence that shows what people are consuming in their minds on a daily basis has a direct impact on their organs. So the things you don't put in your mouth, just your general environment, with all the negativity and all the killing and all this stuff, has a direct impact on how your organs function. You know, when you're stressed out, you, you're creating chemicals in your body that basically will attack your organs. So that's one of the reasons why they say stress is so dangerous to people. So now what kind of diabolical people would use these kinds of things to elicit particular responses 
from the people. Again, when I hear everybody saying the same thing, for that matter, when I see everybody, uh, not everybody, but a, a, a good portion of the population behaving in the same manner, using the same words consistently. It's like, man, do other people see the programming? Do people really believe that people use magic? Or do people just talk about the use of magic and and these kind of things, particularly in the religious realm, uh, just giving it lift service and really don't believe that these things take place? I think that's it. People really don't believe that magic exists. But if I had to guess, I would say most of the people on the planet align themselves with some religion. Right? Mm-hmm. That's one of the foundations of all of the religions. the whole notion of good versus evil. I hope we understand because that's what we're in now. And this is what we were talking about uh, to some degree on the last program in terms of you dealing with a group of people that don't perceive right and wrong at all. Okay? That's not what it's about with them. So if you stuck or trapped in a mindset that says you can only think this way, because that's what's being reflected by a good portion of the population today. You can only think this way. The other way is no longer permitted. Uh, not by any kind of lawful edict, but by straight gangsterism. And I think religion has become a smokescreen by which people are now able to perceive that major elements in the major religions I'm talking people at the top, people who have been around for eons, families, okay, are pushing something different while they use the religions as a smokescreen. And I'm talking Islam, Christianity, Judaism, etc. And so I don't know how you could have one uh, part of the religious dynamic and not accept that, that that other part is just as real. And long before the religions were established, okay, uh, 
the spiritual systems basically practice the same thing. Before any of these religions were out here. That ain't my opinion, that's history. And then you look and you see many of the great religions or so-called great religions today, they all got pieces of things that were already there before these religions were established. They just got these uh, uh, receptacles of information and decided to create their own version of it. But it's really the same stuff. Before we at the end last week about the town mood being likened to a snake eating its tail. And that it was looked upon as the best way or the perfect authority of Yahweh slash Jehovah channeled through a particular group of so-called chosen people. And that because some people would accept that as the norm, you could not question it. Okay? So I want to start tonight picking up right where we left off. And this is from the article... Occult Zionism, number three, Magica Sexualis, Sex Magic. Okay? And this is by uh, Michael Hoffman, and it's at infraction.wordpress.com. Now, as we go along here, family, uh, like we did in the last program, you'll see the infusion feminine energy, okay? Uh, They don't hide it in this article, although this is a pretty long article. They don't hide it. I just don't think it's discussed properly. If I had to write it, it would be a little different so that it would be much more uh, understandable. Okay? So they go on in this article to say that we know that Yahweh or slash Jehovah is a different God of the Christ consciousness. Okay? the conscious grown to facilitate service to others. 
The Talmudic doctrine is the personification of service to self. Okay? They, they say Hoffman explains how hubris runs through the entire doctrine in the form of Merkava or Merkava magic. Merkava magic. And a singularly Jewish form of alchemy. Now, Bev, you and I have probably dealt with the uh, Merkava or Merkava right. uh, more than anything else. Okay? And we know we've spent so much time on it and the the shape of the symbology and what that represents that man it w- we would be here for the next six months if we went back over all of that stuff I would simply refer people back to maybe about man it's got to be about seven eight years ago now wow yeah yeah Man, this time is fun. But anyway, when you talk about uh, Merkaba or Merkaba, they say here that uh, Merkaba slash Merkaba mysticism is now a strong part of New Age COINTELPRO uh, care of Dan Winter. Now, look at how he describes that. You know who Dan Winter was there? No, who is that? I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. Uh, if this is the Dan Winter he's talking about, uh, oh, what's the name of them Catholic uh, angels and demons? Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, he's the author series of books that were turned into mm-hmm. a series of. Uh, okay. Holy Blood, Holy Grail. Now, I read all these books. It's been so long ago. But yeah, those movies that were made uh, dealing with the Illuminati and all that kind of stuff and mysticism and magic and, you know, the uh, offspring of Jesus, et cetera, et cetera, that's, that's what Dan Winter was dealing with. The other person that they mentioned here, uh, who I never really got into, I read some of his stuff years ago, Zimbalo Melchizedek. Okay? So he says here, Merkava or Merkava mysticism is now a strong part of New Age, New Age COINTELPRO care of Dan Winter and Zimbalo uh, Melchizedek and their flower of life money spinner. Okay, the flower of life, money spinner. Well, another word for the flower of life is the sephira. But see, that's a no whole nother story. So they go on here to say the golem is probably another version of the homunculus. Now I need to kind of stop here for a second. Because the golem is an imaginary figure that's conjured up, okay, through the use of rituals, all right? Uh, 
I find it interesting in that uh, the little white girl who is the head witch in the country, Sister Bear, that we mentioned uh, last week. Man, I don't seem to be able to get comfortable here tonight. But that's what she was doing with her spirit cooking sexual rituals. She was engaging in sex magic, right? Now, they didn't want to stay on that because they know there are other people who engage in that too. Uh, And they've been caught using tunnels to engage in it. Sacrificing children. I think they just remember family just busted another tunnel a few weeks ago uh, with some of these high-profile religious people engaging in the same stuff. Bella got to step away for 30 seconds again. All right. All right. I have the article in the uh, chat room for those who want to uh, get the articles if you haven't got them already. And uh, Dr. Robert X, he's um, settling in. And we're talking about sex magic. And um, just like Crowdy had, well, Beverly Randolph Pastel, he won he was the one that really started the uh, and created the, the investigation of the sex magic, and Crowley corrupted it. So like they do, they take one thing and they flip it, and that's what they did, and that's what they, uh, they're they using today. They're following the methods of, of Crowley. No doubt about it. But you know something, Bear? Mm-hmm. Here's the danger. We accept it as the gospel without doing our own investigation into it. Mm-hmm. And we become much more entrenched in it than they do. Because, see, we're talking about the politics and all that stuff. I don't know how you leave out all of this because the reason that we know uh, much of this stuff falls in the high levels of politics. Now, if I'm lying, I'm flying. But I believe John Podesta, who, guess what, Bear? He's mm-hmm. back again. You know, it's the so-called climate czar, John Podesta. He's now the climate czar. Remember, it was his emails that exposed the whole piece of gate Children thing, but it was uh, Maria Abramovic, the head witch, that was inviting him and his brother to one of the little spirit cooking sex, uh, sessions. That's really sex magic. All right. Um, 
So that's the backdrop to this. But the point was, she has been filmed basically doing uh, rituals, or sex magic rituals, where uh, it's claimed that she's able to produce what might be called a golem or or a homunculus. Now, I just find it interesting that she's from Ukraine. All right. Mm-hmm. You got to figure. It, if there was a character that could be likened to the devil with the kind of sordid past and present that Ukraine represents, and it is sordid. Okay. I, I got stories on stuff that happened in Ukraine. A hundred years ago, two hundred years ago, and it's unbelievable the stuff that was going on there. I just never got to those articles. Okay? But if you had to have a hell on earth, primary candidate for it. I mean, just think of an evil place where nothing ever works properly. Everything is crooked as hell. That's why they named Ukraine the crookedest place in the world. The most corrupt country in the world. I didn't name it that. They named it that. But that's where Maria Abramovic comes from. So she would be likened to one of these new age witches. Okay? And it's a bunch of them. Yeah. And they're all over the place. They've been studying Kabbalah, right? Again, tree of life. You can call it flower life, same thing. But it, it didn't start with them. That's the point that I'm making. And they've taken this thing and they've uh, created a whole different thing by having access to this thing. Okay? And when I look at For instance, black women in media, man, you know, I often say now, Bear, that I live in a a parallel universe or something. That's what it feels like for me today. Like I'm in a parallel universe. And I keep saying this over and over because I want people to take take this serious when I say this. There are times when it seems like I'm in another world. And that may sound strange until you understand that people that are practicing this other stuff and I'm going to start referring to these people as the Democratic Party 
I'm just going to start calling it the degenerate party because I think that's much more accurate in terms of what it represents. It represents state degeneracy. Because of both parties and others. Yes. But there is opposition. But the opposition is only on one side. Uh, one small group on one side. It ain't necessarily about disagreeing with everything or agreeing with everything that they say. It's about understanding what that other side really represents. And that's what we're dealing with now here. The golem is probably another version of the homosculus with a vital difference. In the latter Western Hermetic tradition, it refers to the building of new man and his transformation into a symbol of the Holy Grail or Philosopher's Stone. Okay? You with me so far here, Bear? Mm-hmm. Okay, because I'll break, I'll, I'll read it again and break it down some more. If, if you don't understand this, uh, just let me know. They say in the Talmud, as the doctrine of a divinity of a divinely chosen people, destined to bring about a Jewish utopia, the golem is not is a not too veiled reference to create the Jewish people anew and at the same time a mechanism to cope with life in a Gentile's world. Okay? They say the golem can also be seen as both the Gentile and repository of an almost Freudian vessel of Jewish neurosis and imagination. They say, in Hebrew, golems is mass, unquote. All golems are created from mud by those close to divinity, the rabbis. But no golem is fully human or thereby Jewish. They say, magical invocations are performed with Hebrew letters of the alphabet and dancing around the object. Stories have the magician write the letters Aleph, Mim, Tav, and Emet on the golden forehead in order to fire up the life forces. Okay. Ashkenazi Hasidic folklore has Golem appearing in many of the stories as a servant or slave assigned to do various menial tasks and to protect Jewish communities from dangers. Damn. That sounds like a description of Al Charlatan. So what they're doing is they're they're use they're imagining they're manifesting 
they creating it in their mind and they manifesting it. Is that what they're saying? Uh, I think that what's really going on is it's the rituals themselves and the words <clears throat> and letters, symbols that they use that basically will create things uh, out of thin air. But, of course, it's not out of thin air, even though it's out of thin air. Mm-hmm. You got the dirt or the mud in the air. You don't necessarily need to go outside and get dirt. You follow what I'm saying? Because the soil, the mud, is basically the atmosphere before it becomes the mud. So they, it's like being able to get enough sustenance out of the air such that you can survive without eating food for a long, 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 long time. You could even pull water out of the air, moisture out of the air, but your mind will have to be in such an advanced state that that's not going to be practical or possible for most people to do. So they use rituals to kind of speed things along. It's kind of like me, I'm old school research as opposed to using chat GPT. But if if this say if a, a Christian who, you know, don't really, they believe in God in the sky, do the same thing that they're doing, will they get the same result? Isn't it a mindset, the energy, the, the, the creation, the manifesting? Yes, well, it's all the same thing. It doesn't matter if they're Christian, Jewish, because they all got a devil. They all got the good and the bad. Okay, that's from a religious perspective. But now with the Jew, it's a little different because to them, ain't no such thing as no no good and no bad. Okay, they believe that God is in each and every one of us. Therefore, all right, because ain't been no uh, no first coming. Ain't no Jesus. That ain't, you know, he's just another person. But ain't no Jesus according to them. So they waiting on theirs. In the meantime, they feel that they've been given carte blanche to do whatever the hell they want to do, period, because everybody else is inferior to them because they've been chosen. Now, I don't know how you do that, even though I know how they do that, but I don't understand how anybody could take these people seriously. Okay? Because when it comes to uh, proving what you say, they can't prove any of that, and it doesn't matter. Because they have instilled fear in people wherever they've gone. And the trick to defeating these people is to never be fearful of them. That means you have to be guided by a set of values that don't exist in things that they control. 
okay? Now, let me show you, because Mary Shelley, in that book Frankenstein, uh, was a classical example of Frankenstein being a golem. But because of technology in the 1800s, they decided to create him in a lab. So they create him in a lab uh, to basically do the bidding of Dr. Frankenstein. They say in the article, as a matter of fact, the golem serves as a Frankenstein figure upon which Jews were able to project their frustrations and fantasies concerning their lot in the world and their relationship to non-Jews. Uh, a voodoo doll to bolster faith and defense against, quote, the other, unquote. A literary device to exercise doubt and they mirror of Jewish collective shadows. The golem is always fear personified. The golem is always fear personified. It's like I said earlier, family. When you listen to some of these people, and unfortunately a number of black female politicians, it's like they're in fear all the time. So they have to lash out at people all the time. Okay? Just something I've noticed. Now, they're going to say, Oh, okay. They say, the Journal of New York Folklore mentions the oral legends with their root source as the Talmud, and where, quote, the golem's gruff appearance permits him to infiltrate the Gentile community as a spy, unquote. The tradition states that an enlightened Jew, a master magician, is the only one who can create the Gentile-like anthropoid of the golem. Is this really the action of an enlightened individual to create a being as a slave, as a vessel for one's emotional, unresolved shadows, and to reinforce the idea that all non-Jews are merely the external bootstraps required to lead them to God and rulership. Such a dissonance set up between objective reality and subjective programming shows the golem as a, quote, perfect medium through which Jews could express and debate anxiety about adopting the tactics of what has been seen as the inferior other, the Gentile. And in case you think they're just talking about white people, they consider all of us Gentiles, some of us, particularly black people, as the lower order. That's how they really view black people. 
you way lower than white people. All right? That's why they could get you to hate uh, the wasp, okay? They can get you to hate them. But the these same people are the ones that enslaved our asses, financed us being put in slavery, kept us on the plantation because they ran them, okay? Made money off us then and referred to us as slaves and pretty much see you in the same light today and got you fighting or thinking that the other white people were the real demons in all of this. <laughs> it's just mind-blowing to me, family. Okay? <laughs> I'm still trying to figure it all out. But fear is one of the primary methods that they use to begin the programming. The programming is so acute that if one of these people, and you you probably have experienced this in your own lives, family, if you're confronted by one of these people or a number of these people that think just like that, they won't even go and look in what they consider their enemies, they won't go and look or investigate anything uh, that they think that their enemies are doing. They just take it as the gospel that that's the enemy and it doesn't matter what they think or what they say. Therefore, imprisoning your mind, mind control, such that you don't even take a look to see if this is really your enemy or is it your liberator? And you end up fighting the wrong people. <laughs> you end up fighting on their behalf. And this is what's happening right now. Okay? Now let's keep going. They said, we've already established that non-Jews are considered satanic in the Talmud, and therefore interaction is only condoned in order to gain something that will benefit Jews and thereby the collective Jewish destiny. The ends justify the means, so, uh, so much a part of Zion conservative ideals is perfectly at home in the Talmud. Non-Jews are more akin to animals since they have no souls. They are artificial creatures who can only have the divine breathed into them by the chosen. Okay? They are artificial creatures who can only have the divine breathed into them by the chosen. Since God is the ultimate create, creator of life and God in the Talmud is synonymous with rabbinical magic and the Jewish soul, then the only hope for Gentiles is to accept the representatives of the coming new order of Jewish utopia as their lords and masters. But even then, there seems little hope for the non-Jew as the golem slash goyim remains a lifeless and unthinking as a zombie 
despite vain attempts to educate and imbue him or her with Jewish law. Such is the irrevocable fundamentalism hewn into the rock of the Talmud and Hasidic consciousness. Okay? Uh, I'm talking about people who don't exist within that strict religious dynamic. But you can definitely see what I'm talking about in terms of trying to have a conversation with people who are programmed to only view one perspective, and that's it. Well, the Hasidic or the Orthodox, classic example. But what I'm saying is the same thing exists outside of uh, of strict religious doctrine uh, that's been... enunciated in the educational system, okay, using different methodology, using different methodology. That's not the right phrase. Uh, Using an altered version of the exact same thing that they're doing to the Hasidic. Okay? And this is why, uh, and I'm not saying everybody is being indoctrinated with it, but you can see that this same, I hate to use the word mindset, but that's precisely what it is. You can see that same mindset where people just automatically get hostile. And you be sitting there wondering, damn, why why you why are you so upset about that? Okay. But I see it. I hear it. In the. The spiritual void that exists. Within these lesbian, these black lesbian women. Okay. It must be awful to get up every day angry. (laughs) They say, let me go on back to this article. They say, uh, non-Jews are... Non-Jews are more akin to animals since they have no souls. They are artificial creatures who can only have the divine breathed into them by the chosen. Since God is the ultimate creator of life and God in the Talmud, since God is the ultimate creator of life and God in the Talmud, it's synonymous with rabbinical magic and the Jewish soul, then the only hope for Gentiles is to accept the representatives of the coming new order of Jewish utopia as their lords and masters. But even then, there seems little hope for the non-Jew as the golem goyim remains a lifeless and unthinking as a zombie despite vain attempts to educate and imbue him or her with Jewish law. Such is the irrevocable fundamentalism hewn into the rock of the Talmud 
and the Hasidic consciousness. The Gentiles serve only one purpose in Talmudic law. Check this, Sister Bear. The energy needed for an end times sacrifice. The Gentiles serve only one purpose in Talmudic law. The energy needed for an end time sacrifice. This parallels the useless eaters philosophy of the three EM, the depopulationists and eco-fascists who see humanity as a virus to extinguish. It aligns with occult fundamentalism, those for whom the human body is weak and inherently worthless, where consciousness, if it exists at all, cannot possibly trump a black hole of biocentrism, but most importantly, a singularity of alchemical transformation for the individual and the world only be achieved by the arrival of robots and a final battle between human and artificial life, leading to the inevitable fusion of mind and machine, over which will preside the designated theocracy of cyborgs. And that's what they're going to use on the Super Bowl, the energy from all those people uh, that's going to be sitting there in the Super Bowl when they do the ritual in halftime. Yeah. And that's what they're using right now. And you mm -hmm. can literally... That's why these lesbian women are so angry. That's why they're so angry. Because they're being drained of their energy. they vampires. Yes. Energy vampires. You, you can literally see the energy being drained out of these people. Uh, if that Fannie Willis thing don't look, they just waiting for her to tell some more lies because they're going to go and bring some more paper and show where she's lying. And eventually, she'll be forced to step down. That's what happened to the gay girl uh, at Harvard, Claudine Gay. And even with all that, they're scared to death to talk about who really run this country. Who calling the shots? And in all the years that I've been researching, nobody ever called me a lie when I'm talking about these people. And somebody in the chat room say that they heard that these Rituals was also used in the venom. Could very well be. I mean, remember, uh, what's the dude's name? Uh, uh, ah, the, the dude you was mentioning earlier, the, the evilest, most evilest man in the world. Crowley. Crowley's understudy, Jack Parsons. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, remember, he was doing rituals over uh, uh, experiments that he was doing, not just in the lab, but with the jet engine, even when he was out in the field to test them. They was doing rituals over. Mm-hmm. So, yes, no question about it. Uh, but, again, most people don't think in these terms. All right? And that's why I'm I'm really surprised to an extent, Bev, that some of these people slipped their programming when it came to the Palestinian thing. Okay? And these young people basically have been out there ever since raising hell along with the Palestinians. Okay, now the media ain't covering them the way they uh, were in the beginning. Actually, I think they're trying to save them. And you see, this is this is part of the, the, the guiding forces behind Joe Biden uh, from a political standpoint. He's being confronted by these same people, right, uh, who basically don't want his administration saying anything against the state of Israel. So he's had to kind of shut up, and he did. That don't mean that he supports Netanyahu uh, during the Obama administration. Obama was trying to get rid of Netanyahu, and it didn't quite work. Like the dude had 15 lives. But he sent his campaign, people from his campaign, I'm talking to Obama, to Israel to work on behalf of the opposition to remove Netanyahu. Didn't quite work out for him. Let me go back to this. They say, blah, blah, blah. I don't have my pen in my hand. Well, normally I put a little dot on my page or something here so I, because I know I start talking and forgetting where I am. I don't have my pen. That's why I have it tomorrow. They say, anyway, let me go on and hope that I'm not repeating myself too much here. They say, blah, 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 blah. Please go back. Where, where consciousness, if it exists at all, cannot possibly trump a black hole of blah, 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 biocentrism, most importantly, a singularity of our chemical transformation for the individual, and the world can only be achieved by the arrival of robots, blah, 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 and a final battle between human and artificial life leading to the inevitable fusion of mind and machine, over which will preside the designated theocracy of cyborg. In each case, Salvation is through the focus on matter. In each case, salvation is through the focus on matter, symbolically and literally. A salvation that inverts the true meaning, that such a transformation lies not in one's self-development and service to others, but via a dualistic and parasitical supremacy 
over each grouping through the ultimate fear of death. All right. You can read into that COVID vaccine and a whole bunch of other things. They say, uh, as pathocratic controllers remain at the helm of such advances, genetic engineering and the rise of smart technology can be seen as a very real expression of black magic because it's the modern-day version. But they're trying to work toward the same thing. That's why they keep using the phrase alchemical uh, in this discussion because uh, what the ancestors were doing in the lab uh, with the chemicals these people claim to be able to do in their laboratories with technology. And so what they've done is create an artificial science along with a whole host of other artificial uh, segments in terms of how people are going to operate. That requires changing everything. Okay? That means get rid of history. Can't handle history. Okay? Everything is being rewritten. Get rid of all of your uh, uh, art forms, uh, statues. Uh, and when you got all that accomplished, then work on getting rid of the people because you would have accomplished your goal. Now all you got to do, since you know that people are obedient, is begin to work on getting rid of the people. Okay. They say, the impetus behind this Cartesian obsession with technology derives from those who do not have the best interest at heart for humankind. Equally, since it's the manipulation of matter, of matter for self-enhancement at the cost of the alchemical change, which comes from within, not from without, these advances are pushing the mass mind down a dark valley of diminishing return. No, you won't need a mind. What do you need a mind for? No, you get you a chip. Okay? And then you plug your head into chat GPT or AI, and it's going to tell you everything you need to, to know. What else is there? Okay. So, yes, these advances are pushing the mass mind down a dark valley of diminishing returns. They say, and this is, I thought this was tripped out. As discussed in the technocracy series, such manipulations amount to a simulacra of spirituality in order to gain knowledge through power, a will to power, an echo of the Pharisees overshadowing the modern desires of occult Zionists. Because that's what we're dealing with here. If you had to describe the people that are in control, and it doesn't matter what their color, practicing occult Zionist. 
they say, Hoffman correctly draws our attention to the idea of a redemption through evil. A redemption through evil. That's in quote. A redemption through evil as a formal satanic practice of initiation which runs through the Talmud. Yet, it's a redemption where the energy of humanity, Sister Bear, is used for their own selfish ends as both nourishment and sacrifice. This, this is no different to the Hegelian order through chaos or the transhumanist intention to become superhuman through emerging of the machine and the human mind. Hubris connects them all. They say, just as we saw the repetition of unresolved disasters in the collective human psyche uh, tend to repeat through generations, like a psycho-spiritual virus, so too we have the same lessons repeated in the guise of Prometheus slash Lucifer, the bringer of light, and the Zionist hubris that goes with it. Current absolutist manipulations of matter as a new form of worship can easily be likened to a return to Rosicrucian magic. In turn, a throwback to Babylonian, Egyptian, and Atlantean ancestors who all practiced the same art of sorcery. So now it becomes sorcery. Okay? These repeating cycles have had a common theme. The progenitors of Egyptian slash Judaic royalty or priesthood, which ruled through totalitarianism and ultimately distorted itself over and over again through an ebb and flow of empires. Okay? So they're saying, uh, yeah, they've seen, they not only seen this movie before, they starred in it before. And it's a, a different time, but it's still the same movie. I wonder if, if a black woman or black women played a major role back then. Hmm. They say the Freemasonic line continued splitting into two streams. Service to self via the Rosicrucians or Another word for the Rosicrucians, uh, the order of the rose and the cross, sounds like some or straight out the Catholic Church, don't it? Order of the rose and the cross, the Rosicrucians. Another word for it is the Illuminati, the Rosicrucians. Okay? So it's a, self, a service to self via Rosicrucianism or the Illuminati slash order of Zion. And service to others through the lesser-known Freemasonic movement dedicated to humankind's collective attention. 
So we had a core source of pagan rituals synthesized from a potpourri of Egyptian, Hindu, South Asian Tantra, and Indian yogic techniques into the science of Kabbalah and formalized into a code of law in the Babylonian Talmud. It was the Kabbalah that provided a more refined instruction for sex magic. Now, Bev, you recall last week we were talking about them wild 80s when they came about and now all of a sudden you got Madonna and the sex was just thrown in your face and it was the beginning of the video era. Uh, uh, the 80s was just wild. Uh, they were pushing homosexuals like they had never pushed them before. Now that's coming out of the late 70s. Mm-hmm. But many of these people who were into this stuff, and they, I mean, you could literally see the Kabbalah bands. They wore the Kabbalah bands quite openly. Okay? Uh, but that's what that era represented. They were going to push these black women, one of the very first ones was Oprah. At, at least in the in black world. Mm-hmm. Like and you see, they all being exposed now. Oprah, all, you know, they're being exposed now. They're being challenged now. Yeah, uh... I'm going to wait and see if they're being removed now because all of the other stuff, if they're still in the same positions that they were in, let's just see it go to another level. That's what I'm saying because until we see that, we're still in big trouble. Big trouble. Okay? I have said, uh, it ain't original, but I've said, like Malcolm said, it's going to require a worldwide revolution, nonviolent. And you see that taking place in many European countries. And we, we see little bits of it, little traces of it here. But uh, this is the headquarters for the use of the technology and the programming. This is the headquarters for it. So how how else can you uh, explain black peoples in South Carolina still supporting Joe Biden after he told them to kiss his ass in four or five different spots? I don't think that that's the majority. I hope you're right, Bill. I sincerely hope you're right. Okay. Uh, I happen to be with you on this. But there are other people who say that they are the majority. 
and and uh, and and that's part of the propaganda. And I and like last time, uh, people blacks was waking up, so-called blacks was waking up, but they stole it. They wouldn't have had to steal it if they wasn't waking it up. Uh, again, I can't argue with you on that either. I agree. I just judge. I look at our response to things, and I always have. Uh, for me, it's about behavior. Okay. Uh, if I see us killing each other, that's one of my little metrics. And I kind of feel that's going to take place too. But I think these times are dictating all of it. So I don't know what's going to take place or how violent these people are going to be because you've got to understand, do you see what they did to them Palestinians? Do you see no, what they did I... the West Bank? I'm sorry, Gaza. Did you see what they did to Gaza? Nope. I refuse to look at all of that. Oh, okay. I don't blame you, Bear. Because I tell you, they are literally flattening the whole country. Just removing it. But that ain't unlike what Barack Obama did in Syria. Uh, Syria. Uh, 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 Libya. That's not unlike what he did, is it? Well, they're sticking to their program. But Obama's a black man. They, they wore tactics. Obama blew up an African country. All that what the they time. call the Middle East is African. Yeah, I'm talking about Libya. Okay. Okay. And all of the people that they bombing are not Africans. They bombing Arabs. I'm not saying that there aren't some black people caught up in the mix because we all throughout that region. But the bigger majority of those people are Arabs. Okay, until you come to some place like Libya that had a very large African contingent and the Arabs didn't like them. So once Obama got to got through bombing Libya to smithereens and Gaddafi is murdered, they put the Africans on sale, put them in slavery and start selling them. You recall that? Yeah. So that's the distinction. That's why I'm leery lending so much support to people uh, like black people getting caught up on the Palestinians. And nobody wants to see that happen to the Palestinians. But when they do that kind of stuff to African people, I don't see these Arab people coming to the aid of Africans. You? 
Mm-mm. You see, it's the same thing with the Mexicans who for many, many years have declared themselves to be white. And as a result, there's been tensions between other Latin Americans who don't view themselves as white, but the Mexicans do. Okay? Now, you think white people view Mexicans as white? They view them as brown. No, they got the black and brown going on. Yeah, but they view themselves as white. That's their category. That is. Yeah, I, I mean, you got some black people, the Ethiopians. Is it the Ethiopians or the Egyptians? This is 30 years ago. Uh, have been the. Uh, classified as white. Uh, it's one of those two groups. Okay? But the point that I'm making is I think we need to be uh, a little more cryptic in who we align ourselves with because actually we haven't learned to align ourselves with each other. So I ain't never understood no black and brown. If we can get black to align with black, that would do wonders for us. Because I want to wake up one day in this country where uh, a black man ain't killed another black man. I don't think that's asking too much. Not at all. Just one day. As long as we got other people out here dictating uh, literally our behavior and programming uh, that dictation, it's going to be very difficult. Okay? I mean, baby, it wasn't so long ago, just the mere mention of Barack Obama being a snake buzzard dog. Man, you'd be the most hated person uh, in the hood. I don't think that's the case today. Let me go on here. They say, it was the Kabbalah that provided a more refined instruction for sex magic, repeating the past origins of Canaanite excess, one avenue used for the contouring of human sexuality and, by extension, spiritual potential. Notice they put the sex in there with the spiritual part. See, that's the ancient African version of the sexual thing, okay, that it's a spiritual act in itself. But that ain't how we've been acculturated to view it. All right. Um, so let me go back because I'm I'm talking a little bit too much. They say one avenue used for the contouring of human sexuality and by extension spiritual potential takes place through the practice of ritual magic, 
These now form a part of romantic aspirations in New Age circles, right, where raising the kundalini is something very far from reaching enlightenment. Rather, it encourages us to play with a misunderstood energy that effectively burns away the etheric webs separating the centers slash chakras to alight the fire of consciousness as it travels up the spine to the brain. Again, we've alluded to the New Age uh, using ancient comedic science in a bastardized form, just like with the with the white women witches, right? And black women uh, joining that garbage uh, and don't even understand their own. Why do I say that? Because I've been fortunate enough to date two sisters who were uh, uh, Orishas. So I know a little about from what I speak of. And there's a lot more out there. Uh, Women with the Altars, and we've talked about these things before, Bear. So there are a lot of more black women who are more accepting of this dual track because energy ain't just all all positive. You got negative energy too. And uh, they generally work in unison. Okay? They say, In fact, this energy rises naturally, gently, and without assistance. And as a consequence of self-development, the other way around, despite what the many books on the market will tell us. The tantric aspect of Kabbalistic magic includes the act of uh, myathona, meaning sexual union, and is one of uh, of four other techniques Matsaya, Mamza, Madaya, and Mudra. The Christian tendency to scriptural Puritanism to which Hoffman ascribes means that this is automatically sinful because it doesn't come from his uh, cultural template, okay, which says the Christian way is the only way. And when they say that, they mean uh, when he uses the term Christian Puritanism, Puritanism, it's the uh, Christian ethic chosen at a certain point that they choose to practice. And the fact that many of these Christian ideals have African origins or ancient Kemetic origins uh, is not to be spoken of. Okay, all the way down to the symbolism with Mary and et cetera, et cetera. Okay, this is what these black women have decided that they are going to show their allegiance towards. And it doesn't matter if they're aware of it or not, 
they should be smart enough to be aware of it. All right? Um, there's no way in hell you should be diving headlong into anything today without doing some investigation into it because we've seen how upside down things really are. Okay? So, and it doesn't, it, that's what they're saying. It doesn't just exist uh, within the classical uh, religious realms, but even with Tantra, you've got the same thing going on. They say, however, prudishness apart, the Tantra as an esoteric practice with the correct teacher may offer constructive outcomes. The tantric context of spiritual transformation is hardly going to be a realistic outcome cast adrift in the ocean of Talmudic authoritarianism. Perhaps this is the problem with a pick-and-mix combination of esoteric doctrines from Asia, India, and the Middle East, absorbing other cultures Past to spiritual transformation with its infamous emphasis on physical union, which may or not be valid in their cultural context, which means that all those intrinsic distortions are brought with it, as are the more positive attributes, which are inevitably lost in translation and through adaptation are inverted to something quite different. Bingo. Uh, a few years back, Bill, when you and I were having a discussion, and I was pointing out that I thought it was interesting that these lesbian women who founded Black Lives Matter, at least the current incantation of it, how they claim to be praying to the ancestors for these white people, their white people, not the white people they don't like. I mean, they like. It's the white people they don't like. And I wondered what ancestors were they praying to? Because it couldn't have been, it can't be the ones that, that I'm familiar with. I recall us having that, that little discussion. And it right. shows who these people have aligned themselves with. So in a real sense, but she, go ahead, Ben. No, I, you know, a lot of the females, they get in college, they, they belong to these different groups, and, and that's what they do. They into the magic part. They into the, you know, the rituals and things like that. And then the other groups like the Cardi B's, they vibrating on that low energy, and so you know they easy to to tap them in. So that's what's going on. That's how I see it. So you're saying that the educated women are what? You know, when you go when you get into those groups, the AKs and all of that, whatever the names are. You know, they okay. got to go through certain rituals. And then okay. the teachings in the college, the professors, is, you know, between the how they teaching them, the philosophy, and then the group 
going doing the rituals and the groups. They think that you know they chose to, to go that way. They know what they're doing. Uh, so they they're just adopting these things because they want to be a part of the group without doing any investigation into it. No, some I believe some is, is uh, do that, but I I believe others know what's going on. They choose to 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 uh, do that. Okay, now that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Because okay, again, these are not dumb people, right? So they choose to do that. Yeah. So should the uh, the penalty be equal to their uh, capacity to choose evil over good? Should the penalty reflect that? Who's, who's giving the penalty? What, what are you, I'm not quite getting what you mean, the penalty. It ain't going to be me. It ain't going to be you. But we've already seen a number of these high-profile women since the beginning of the year, uh, mm-hmm. from Fannie, the woman from Harvard, they, they uh, got their ass out. Oh, yeah. I mean, they. that's just like the enemy. If you at war and if you on the losing team, then you going down too, like like your well, whole, you know. Let me show you what the difference is, Bear. Okay. All of these women were attacked by the white men that they were working for, that they loved, the ones whose agendas that they were pushing. They weren't uh, being attacked by the opposition. They being attacked by the people whose side they work on. But they didn't know. Okay, so they just say they chose to choose that direction, choose that group, choose that religion, whatever they they are called themselves. But then they got backstabbed. They didn't go in it thinking that they was gonna get turned on. They thought that they had. Full protection. That's why they feel comfortable doing what they were doing. Well, that's that's why I'm dealing with this the way I'm dealing with it. Because mm-hmm. you're right. That is exactly what they've done. They, you know, it in classic YouTube video fashion. You you and I could both say that they sold, they decided to sell their soul to the devil. How many times have we heard that? Mm-hmm. That's all they say in the in the entertainment business. That is correct. So politics, they say, is entertainment for ugly people. Yeah, that's entertainment. It's all the same. So. Are we standing on safe ground if we say that some of these uh, lesbian women, because, man, I'm telling you, I can't see for the life of me how anybody could be supporting this agenda. I I don't understand it. The mutilization of children to push them to be something other than boys and girls, 
or young men and women? Just it's, because all, it's all about money and power. They choose that if they grow into that direction, be up under that umbrella, they're going to have some sort of power and some sort of money, a guarantee. They, when they come out of college, they look out for each other because you're under that umbrella. Ah, so you, you're basically talking about the uh, uh, the people that's been initiated into like the the, the alphas and the Qs and that kind of thing. And yeah, and then they also yeah, and then you know the college look at the the head women's and stuff that was running these colleges that you know in the philosophy side that they brainwashing them in college the professors. So the ones who don't join the group, they get them the other way through the brainwashing the teaching. Okay. Uh well, the inter- and, and I just feel like that. I mean, that's what they're doing up there. So the ones. No, I'm finished. Well, again, I, and it is brainwashing. You're correct. It is brainwashing. I mean, they're using their energy. We in a in a frequency war also. Okay. Uh, I don't know where to go behind that one. <laughs> Other than I see a pattern in their behavior, and I see a pattern in the response to their behavior, mm-hmm. and I don't think that that's going to stop uh, this year. I think this whole year is going to be like Humpty Dumpty falling off of that wall. And they Humpty Dumpty, right? That would be correct. Okay. And then they and couldn't put, so they couldn't put the pieces back together. So that means they ain't getting back up on that wall no more. That's why I I came to the conclusion that Michelle Obama was not going to run. I know that's the feeling mm-hmm. thought out here now, okay? Uh, but I, I've already gone on the record to say I don't think that that's going to happen. She knows she's going to get spanked because she knows the people that she's dealing with. She's been working for them all her life. family uh, at any rate let me go back to this blah 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 uh, let me go back a little bit they said let me I'm like, man I, I need my pen I got a whole thing full of ink pens sitting up there, and I didn't have one out. Anyway, they say the tantric aspect of Kabbalistic magic, see, I know I went through that already, the Christian tendency to scriptural Puritanism to which I went through that already. However, prudishness apart, the tantra as an esoteric practice with the correct teacher may offer 
constructive outcomes. The tantric context of spiritual transformation is hardly going to be a realistic outcome cast adrift in the ocean of Talmudic authoritarianism. Perhaps this is the problem with the pick-and-mix combination of esoteric doctrines, blah, 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 from Asia, India, and the Middle East, absorbing other cultures uh, past the spiritual transformation with its emphasis on physical union, which may or not be valid in their cultural context, means that all those intrinsic distortions are brought with it, as are the more positive attributes, which are inevitably lost in translation uh, and through adaptation are inverted to something quite different. The result is a hybrid form of ascension grafted onto an authoritarian instruction. The result is a hybrid form of ascension, which I think, Bear, we can uh, ascribe to what you're saying. These women think that they've made it, right? Because mm-hmm. they're doing the bidding of this beast. Yeah. Okay. And so, in a way, they can be viewed as being hybrid. They're not really yeah. black women. They're not representing the feminine energy. They're a hybrid. Nope. Okay. Uh, and they think that they are ascending when, in fact, they're descending. Correct. But that's the nature of this whole thing, okay? They said the result is a hybrid form of ascension grafted onto an authoritarian instruction, instruction manual that elevates race supremacy, patriarchal values, and physical and sexual abuse as part of the underlying qualities required for doctrinal obedience. And to me, it's kind of selfish because they're, you know, it's all about they're they gaining power and and the money and and the in, you know, they don't care about what their decisions have on how it's going to affect the people. Remember earlier when I said they appeared to be very angry every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they. Uh, Severe emotional trauma because they're always angry. Okay? That doesn't uh, bode too well for them being in positions of power. Why? If you have power, why are you so angry? You see, Bear? Supposed to be happy, supposed to be enjoying that power. They don't have any. That's the point. Mm, That's right. They really don't. The power that they did have is within that feminine energy. But they're they're basically exercising a fake feminine energy because they are not, they're anti-feminine, period. You see, the dirty little secret of the feminist movement is that they're anti-feminine. They're the exact yeah, they opposite. Gave, yeah. Yeah, they gave the power away. They shut it down. That's what this article is basically alluding to, that there is a uh, another version of what these people think that they're really practicing, but they're practicing that 
I hate to use the word evil. They're practicing their evil version, and somehow they think that they're practicing the good version, but they're not. So they think that they have power because they've been told to run their mouth. But outside of running their mouth, they don't have no power. That woman, that uh, uh, gay at at, uh, Harvard, she thought she had some power? Yeah, she really did. She believed the hype. Thank you, Bear. That's exactly what it was. And that is the point. They don't have no power. I asked this question going in. Can somebody name me some black women with power so I can understand what it is they got? Because I don't know any. You see? It, It has nothing to do with how many dollars you got in your bank account. Ask Kanye and others. Well, they they think that they have arrived because they are, you know, in their position that they're in. They are in the position that they're in because they are, in fact, dysfunctional. Mm-hmm. They fit a particular paradigm. And that paradigm is degeneracy. Stanny got her ass in the ass, and look what happened. You see, the little woman out of Harvard looks like dude. She looked like uncle. You see, they represent something else. I don't know any women like them. I must be very fortunate. Because you're not in their circle. It's them against us. We the pagans. We the, you know, the inferior ones. We're not part of their culture, their group. Watch this, Bear, because now we're getting ready to get in, 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 into it here. The Lilith got the Lilith goddess of pagan belief and moon worship is an integral part of the Talmud, particularly in Orthodox Judaism. Since this appropriated goddess, appropriated goddess, you mean stolen? Okay, let's just keep using that word appropriated. Because you could use stolen, and it would mean the same thing. But she's an integral part of the Talmud, particularly in Orthodox Judaism, since this appropriated goddess rules over the sexual organs and sexual acts for the male. How about that? As mm-hmm. such, she was seen as demonic. As natural sexuality is viewed as part of the world of the Gentile and therefore dirty and forbidden, Lilith 
has come to represent a deity that must be kept at bay with talismans and amulets. This is another belief that encourages neurosis and anxiety, particularly concerning masturbation and nocturnal emissions. Even the admiration of female beauty requires unhealthy superstitions to ward off lilas dark seduction. In transhumanism, updated technology is used to ward off death and the promise of longevity here, technology of talismans and amulets serve to keep the aspirant pure by denying the shadow self and therefore falling back into the Talmudic stockade on consciousness. The real definition of what it means to be ritually, magically bound. Lilith. How about that? Lilith is demonic. Still uh, very powerful in Orthodox Judaism. And of course, since she's a demon, she rules over sexual organs and sexual acts for the male. How about that? Is that what this fake feminine energy is? Is that what it really represents? Is that what's in control? Lilith? Because, man, I tell you, again, for me, it's the behavior. And when I see that same behavior all over the place, that can't be accidental. I think that what it's really representing is what we entitled the program. I think it represents the metaphysical finality of the black feminine infinity. That feminine infinity has been given up, okay, to hang out with Lila. There has to be an opposite to that, right? Because in the religious world, you can't just have one side. That's only in the world of the flesh can you have one side. Okay? Uh, that's what they're trying to put in place now. Uh, one thing to cover everything and everybody outside of them. So you got Lilith on one end of the spectrum, right? So now let's go deal with that other end uh, of the spectrum. In a similar vein, the goddess Shekinah or Shekinah. I, I like to say Shekinah. A feminine word in Hebrew, an alter ego of Lilith. Shekinah represents the feminine attributes of God, according to the Talmud. It is the feminine presence during temple rites 
and is an important part of the Kabbalah. According to the Jewish Encyclopedia, the Shekinah is often portrayed as a bride or princess whose male lover is the composite of the nine upper sephirah, represented by the prince-slash-bridegroom Tiferet. Shekinah is also equated with the land of Israel and Knesset Yisrael, the personified spirit of the people of Israel, in order to act as a kind of spiritual crutch for the trials and tribulations of Jewish people in exile. She is symbolic of only true and spiritual sacrifice sold by this Shekinah, uh, Shekinah fire. Significantly, Lilith uh, slash Shekinah are symbolized by the moon and the left-hand path. It's also a common inspiration for ritual sacrifice associated with war for Zionists. It is also a common inspiration for ritual sacrifice associated with war for Zionists. That's where they're getting ready to take us now. Something that was personified in the blood and fire of the Iraqi invasion. But wait a minute. Let me... Let me do this. The Shekinah. I got a couple of definitions here. Yeah. For the Shekinah. So let me go back to that just one second here. Shekinah, a feminine word in Hebrew, an alter ego of Lilith, represents the feminine attributes of God. Now, that's deep, family, because some of us have been talking about this feminine and masculine energy, right, and this relationship to uh, this real version in terms of DNA of the Trinity. That's why God is in the DNA, okay? Uh That energy is real. And as we've pointed out for some time, somebody's trying to nullify it. it. It's just amazing to me, Bev, how we get away from the thing with the NATO and the Aten and the one God and the one world and Moses and and Obama and that whole thing, but we always seem to, for some reason, come back to it. Let's go to Bible definition and scripture references from BibleStudyTools.com and let's get the definition of Shekinah. It's, it says that which dwells from the verb Shekin or Shekan to dwell or reside. Okay? Very short little definition. Uh, so let's go to myjewishlearning.com and let's see what they have to say 
about Shekinah. Uh, as soon as I get me a drink of this tea. Mm. Ah. Now, here's what they say. Kabbalistic concept has been embraced by Jewish feminists. You know what's interesting, Ben? Mm-hmm. When you go back at this feminist movement, that's who started it. This so-called feminist movement, as we have dissected, was started by Jewish women, and they went and immediately started recruiting black women. The late 1960s, early 1970s, to be they front. That's what they do. And unfortunately... They need the energy. They need that, that energy from that from the black woman too. Yeah, and unfortunately we, we bought it. <clears throat> black people bought it. Here's what they say. In contemporary Jewish discourse, the term Shekinah most commonly refers to the divine feminine or to the feminine aspect of God. God is mother, nurturer, protector, and compassionate one. Those, but you see, fam, the, the problem is when you start dealing with the orthodox, uh, they view they women as nothing more than golems with privilege, with a few privileges. Okay? They don't give a damn about they women either. God is mother, nurturer, protector, and compassionate one. Though the term from the Hebrew root, meaning to dwell, is found throughout early rabbinic literature, in its early usage, it referred generally to God's presence among the people and had no gender association. The connection between Shekinah and femininity emerges mainly in Jewish mystical literature. Concept was later embraced by Jewish feminists as a counterbalance to prevailing masculine notions of God as king, father, and judge. Let, let me let me let me put this as mildly as I possibly can. Until women go on the battlefield and fight and get slaughtered by the millions, women will never run this planet. Men run this planet because men fought for it. Okay, And most of the places that people, uh, I shouldn't say most, but significant number of uh, places where people occupy today, uh, it's occupied because they took it. Men took it. 
if you understand the nature of this this monster that you're dealing with, he's already told you, women, that he's coming for you to be drafted, okay? And uh, if necessary, they're going to ship your ass over to Ukraine so you can uh, save, uh, what's that little... Uh, you can save some Ukrainian women and children. Now, watch this, family, because this gets real interesting. The term Shekinah does not appear in the Hebrew Bible. The closest reference is two verses in Exodus in which God promises to dwell among the Israelites once they built the tabernacle, the Zohar, uh, the core work of Jewish mysticism, will later associate the tabernacle in the Hebrew Mishkan with the Shekinah, both of which de- derive from the same Hebrew root. The term shows up in a handful of places in the Mishnah, perhaps most famously, Pirkei Avot. The three and two, which states that if two people sit together and share words of Torah, the Shekinah abides among them. Now, another word for Shekinah is light. Okay? They say references to the Shekinah abound in the Talmud. Some of them in similar uh, aphorisms about various human activities that cause the divine presence to dwell amongst the people. In Barakat 6, it says that the Shekinah is present when 10 people pray, when three people come together to constitute a religious court, and when two people study Torah together. Uh, Merakat of 43b teaches that anyone who is diligent in the mix Mitzvah of to zit to zit means the shekin or marriage the shekinah, and then a foreshadowing of the way the notion of the shekinah would come to denote maternal comfort. Megillah twenty nine a offers a series of textual interpretations that aims to show that the shekinah accompanied the Israelites during their period of exile. Hmm. Hmm. The divine feminine or the light accompanied the Israelites during their period of exile. The word also appears in some of the traditional Jewish liturgy, most notably the Jewish prayer for the dead, which asked God to provide the dearly departed true the dearly departed true rest in the wings of the Shekna. As Rabbi Leah Novik observed in her book on the wings of the Shekinah, Rediscovering Judaism's Divine Feminine, while the rabbis of the Talmud did not explicitly identify Shekinah as feminine, Many of the attributes they describe to her are common to ancient goddesses, love, compassion, compassion, justice, and healing. But no, 
what we're talking about here is that evil twin on the other side of that line. You see, this feminine ain't divine. There's nothing uh, divinitive about this fake feminine. Nothing. As a matter of fact, it, as I said earlier, it's anti-feminine. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Okay? Now, they say, wait, I don't want to, okay, they say Jewish mysticism or Kabbalah gives the Shekinah a distinctly female quality. One of the earliest works of Jewish mysticism, the Sefer or Sefer, Habahir states that when the righteous behave appropriately, Shekinah rests among them. And through their deeds, she rests in the bosom of the Holy One and makes them fruitful and increases them. The Zohar compares the Shekinah to a mother, sister, daughter, and bride. Kabbalists also associated Shekinah with the clouds of glory which guided the Israelites during their wandering in the desert and the pillar of fire that warned them at night. In this telling, the Shekinah presence on the Israelites' journey from slavery to freedom. I'm waiting for you, Bear. Well, um, didn't we say, and in, in uh, I posted a show from way back when all of this that they're talking about is dealing with the human body, <clears throat> the, your mindset? Yes. So they manifesting all of this. And so it's up to us to counter it by manifesting, because the same energy is how you use. They did they say it's the same energy as which way you want to use it or how you want to use it. Two sides to the same coin. Yeah. So that's why I I believe that people uh, should have the opportunity for redemption. Okay, uh, but if those people don't want to redeem themselves, uh, I think the other side of that is the tatty ass to shred. Well, that's what you're gonna do when you use the other side. It's a, we, a lot, that's what they call good versus evil. And, and we we almost have to live within that framework, that structure. Yeah. We can yeah. call it good versus evil, but we could also call it right versus wrong. Which yeah. one of them do you want to, uh which side you want to stand with? And and that's what uh what what you're talking about, the feminine, the ones who the fanny in them, they 
they decided what side they wanted to to go on. Some of yeah. them were hoodwinked, but they knew they made that decision. But as a as a black male, uh, I don't feel qualified to you know. I think sometimes it's better that women give those designations. Okay. Uh, because I said to almost from day one that it's going it's going to take women to really straighten uh, these dikes out. Nope. Right. Right. And that's right. the other side of the that's the other side of the energy. Yes. But I I just find that last sentence. Uh, the people that come out of slavery are now being used as front people uh, such that these fake people, they call it Israelites journey from slavery to freedom. So now, here we are serving again as voluntary slaves so that these people can aspire to their freedom. And their freedom is Jewish mysticism, family. You know it, which is what this document has been talking about, as transhumanism. Okay? Um, Alchemy, in a modern-day version, they say, Kabbalistic cosmology is rooted in the notion that divine energy has masculine and feminine polarities that can be unified through human action. Well, damn, I can never disagree with that because I've been advocating that uh, since the advent, at least in my world, of this feminine energy. And I've tried to explain that that male energy is no good without its feminine counterpart and that such is the same for the feminine energy. It's no good. It's like having a book of matches and nothing to strike it on. So I found it interesting that in the Kabbalah, in terms of its cosmology, masculine and feminine polarities uh, can be unified. Okay? That has to happen. Somebody divided it up, and I got a real good feeling based on what I've looked at that all of this begins with Old Testament. Okay? So they can be unified through human action. They say this idea is reflected in the ten sephirah, the emanations or attributes of divinity Organized in the well-known image of the tree of life. Well, wait a minute. The tree of life predates hundreds of years, the Sephiroth. Okay. Now, you can change the name because you got a different spin on it. And you can call it uh, the Sephiroth if you want because you're pushing your agenda. But that don't make the Sephiroth the origin. The tree of life is the origin. How do I know that? Because it's in the DNA. That's how I know that. 
the human body. That's how I know that. Okay? They say, uh, this idea is reflected in the ten sephra, the emanations or attributes of divinity organized in the well-known image of the tree of life. Each of the sephra has a masculine or feminine quality and a counterpart on the opposing side of the tree. Now, what's interesting, family, is that that's the case. And we're talking about uh, uh, the Kabbalah. Then now you can see the fallacy of these people running around telling you that you got 70-some-odd genders. That's not to empower you, to sow mass confusion. That's what that's about. Because they ain't having it. And they're the ones that's financing it. Okay? They're looking to go to the next level, which is to become uh, connected to the technology. Okay? And to become immortal. They say the Shekinah is associated with the mouthship or kingship, the lowest of the sephira, and the intermediary between the upper emanations and the material world. The recipient of the divine energy flowing from above just prior to his manifestation in physical reality. In some accounts, this makes the Shekinah the closest sephira to the material world and the part of divinity most readily experienced in nature. The idea of the Shekinah as the counterpart to the masculine element of God is, according to the Kabbalah scholar Gershom Shlom, one of Jewish mysticism's most significant innovations, paying recognition in spite of the obvious difficulty of reconciling it with the conception of the absolute unity of God and that no other element of Kabbalism one such a degree of popular approval is proof that it responded to a deep-seated religious need. Slolem wrote, yeah, that's his opinion. Okay? Then they say, that need will become readily apparent with the rise of the Jewish feminist movement in the 20th century because Kabbalah was a largely hidden tradition for much of Jewish history, these associations between Shekinah and femininity were largely kept out of the mainstream Jewish thought. But feminist Jewish leaders, eager to counter the default masculine conception of God and assisted by the mainstreaming of Kabbalah itself, concept of Shekinah into popular consciousness. Just as Shekinah has been in exile, so Jewish women have been in exile. Uh, wrote Rabbi Lynn Gottlieb in her book in 1955. Its title, She Who Dwells Within, is a literal translation of Shekinah. I hope y'all catching all of this. 
family. Because I know that cat is straight out the bag now. I mean, we did the chronology of it. So we were able to point out the three Jewish women who did it, who were at the beginning of it. I can't remember one of them. I remember Bella Abzug and the the little white girl that works for the CIA, but of course she's uh, worked for Mossad as well uh, with Ms. Magazine, uh, came out and admitted that she worked for the CIA. I, I can't remember her name now. But I know Bella Abzug was one of them, that woman that did Ms. Magazine, she was the other one, okay? And then there was one more. Them three nasty little white women just wreaked havoc everywhere. Okay? But the important thing is some of us bought it. Well, that's why they gave us religion, and they took the uh, our magic and corrupted it. They got it from us. Because that energy can go both ways. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh it's predominant on the opposite side today. That's what we're dealing with. But mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of interesting to me that they're getting their heads handed to them. See, and what well, that tells me mm-hmm. is that mm-hmm. negative energy. That negative energy is not sustainable. No, it's not. It needs something else to prop it up, okay? Just like plantation was not sustainable. It needed, for the most part, black men out there in them fields to keep it going under that slavery. Now we got the modern version of slavery. But the same people... And the same thing still apply. Let's keep going because we're just about finished with this. They say, but by the turn of the 21st century, it was no longer unusual to find voices within the liberal Jewish movement specifically invoking Shekinah in prayer and ritual. This is particularly pronounced in the Jewish renewal movement which draws heavily on Kabbalistic imagery and metaphor, but is resolutely committed to gender egalitarianism. There's a growing interest in Jewish culture in the image of Shekinah as a feminine complementary or substitute for the more widespread images of God. Bar Barlan University a lecturer uh, Shumeli I'm just going to say the last name observes in a 2019 paper quote this quest for the image of Shekna grew as theological sensitivity to gen- gender aspects of the images of God 
brought many feminists to feel uncomfortable with more traditional and patriarchal images of God as king, father, and lord. Okay? The problem that they got here, pictures of God. Period. So what you have is conceptual drawings of what God is based on who's in charge uh, at the time. But that's all you got. A woman uh, in the place of a man doesn't really change anything. It really doesn't. And they're really not about see this diversity, equity, and inclusion. This ain't about equity or or equality. Which is the point I've been trying to get across for this entire series. It's not about that at all. All that's front. This is about control and a global, hostile, corporate takeover. And I hate to disappoint them lesbians, but 99.999 ad infinitum number of people that are behind this movement are all white men. 99.9999 ad infinitum. White men. Using the feminine energy. Yeah, as they denigrate a, a bad, fake feminine energy. Right. They don't really control the feminine energy. Right. They're in control of the fake feminine energy. What they have to do is to create an artificial construct. That's the technology, the technocracy, uh, to give them through the use of their technology, what they cannot have because they're not spiritually inclined. Okay? So they have to rely on artificial constructs like an, a hypersexual society. Okay? Uh let me go back here, because you're going to see it now. They say the uh, the lightless goddess of pagan beliefs and moon worship, and this is going back to uh, infraction, okay, uh, occult Zionism. They say the lightless goddess of pagan beliefs and moon worship is an integral part of the Talmud, particularly in Orthodox Judaism. Since this appropriated goddess rules over the sexual organs, and sexual acts for the male. As such, she was seen as demonic. As natural sexuality is viewed as part of the world of the Gentile and therefore dirty and forbidden, Lilith has come to represent a deity that must be kept at bay with talismans and amulets. This is another belief that encourages neurosis and anxiety, particularly concerning masturbation and nocturnal emissions. 
uh, they call them nocturnal emissions. Uh, when I was a kid, we used to call them wet dreams, nocturnal emissions. Even the admiration of female beauty requires unhealthy superstitions to ward off Lila's dark, Lila's dark seduction. In transhumanism, updated technology is used to ward off death and the promise of longevity here, this archaic technology of talismans and amulets serves to keep the aspirant pure by denying the shadow self and therefore falling back into the Talmudic stockade on consciousness. The real definition of what it means to be ritually magically bound. In a similar vein, the goddess Shekinah, a feminine word in Hebrew, and alter ego of Lilith represents the feminine attributes of God according to the Talmud. It is the feminine presence, temple rites, and is an important part of the Kabbalah. According to the Jewish encyclopedia, the Shekinah is often portrayed as a bride or princess whose male lover is the composite of the nine upper sephirah, represented by the prince or Slash bridegroom Tiferet. Shekinah is also equated with the land of Israel and Knesset Israel, the personified spirit of the people of Israel, in order to act as a kind of spiritual crutch for the trials and tribulations of Jewish people in exile. She is symbolic of only true and spiritual sacrifice as bestowed by the Shekinah fire. Significantly, Lydus slash Shekinah are symbolized by the moon and the left-hand path. It's also a common inspiration for ritual sacrifice associated with war for Zionists. It is also a common inspiration for ritual sacrifice associated with war for Zionists, something that was personified in the blood and fire of the Iraqi invasion. Though not always associated with black magic, moon worship certainly has a checkered history. The moon has an archetypal legacy of death, the ebb and flow of life force, qualities connected with creative imagination, fantasy, lunacy, and the home of negative entities in various cultures. Such attributes don't exactly give us a happy outcome, given the Lurianic context. Many left and right-hand paths in secret societies keep a close watch on the waxing and waning of the moon, since it's during the full moon that, quote, etheric energies, unquote, are at their height, and where the veil between higher dimensions is said to be thinner. Thus, conducive to invocation. Okay? So they're saying they're going to use that feminine energy to basically do their rituals. Okay? And you know something, Bam? You go back and you picture them two demons sitting up there talking to them black women about getting their juices. And man... If you if you can still visualize that picture, family, 
These were fairly decent-looking young women, okay? All them blacks sitting up there with a white man trying to buy them, basically trying to get them to volunteer to be their slaves. They didn't want to pay them. Well, I guess that's the slave part. Yeah. Anyway, they go in there to say, but well, I got to go back and read that. Many left and right-hand paths in secret societies keep a close watch on the waxing and waning of the moon since it's during the full moon that etheric energies are at their height and where the veil between higher dimensions is said to be thinner, thus conducive to invocation. Thus, if one wishes to send love and light manipulate matter or say hello to ball this is the time to do it this is deep either way black or white magic comes to the same thing manipulation sure enough the Kabbalah is big on moonlit rituals quote the performance of the lunar Shekinah ritual, known as Kadash Lavana, is dependent on the visibility of moonlight because, according to the Kabbalah, it's by this means that the goddess is made manifest. The idea of the true sacrifice has been inverted to represent literal blood sacrifice. In turn, aligned to satanic rituals, which gain psychic nourishment from sucker release, a, conjun- a conjunction of endocrine chemicals, or some say endocrine chemicals, negative emotion, and adjoining receptors in dark realms. Yet, that doesn't have to be sacrificed for structured ritual links to organize religio or occult practice for it to be harmful in a psycho-spiritual sense. Rituals bound to magic formulas ultimately restrict consciousness. When they have the Holy Spirit manifesting by the light of the moon and widely seen as an invisible presence of God, But the question is, if these rituals are at root based on the collection of the amalgamated writings of the Talmud with so many allusions to the dark half of its many gods and deities, what exactly are they likely to be manifesting based on current evidence? And I can tell you, family, the opposite of the God force, okay? What they're actually looking for is infinity. Okay? Everlasting life, the very thing that Christian dogma promises you. They're looking for the same thing. But they'll be more content with 
acquiring it through artificial means. Okay. So are they talking about physical? They want to stay physically alive? Is that what they're talking about? When you say physically alive? Or spiritual. They, they, you just say they want to um, live forever, right? Yeah. So are they talking physically? They body yeah. or are they talking spiritually? They're talking about interchanging parts, like you go to a, uh, a auto like parts car store shop, right? <laughs> when the old battery run down, you go get your new battery. Okay, for them, it's a liver, a heart, some eyeballs, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. They don't give a damn about no sky god. Okay, they don't care nothing about that. They're trying to stay here. And anybody that don't think that that's a fact ain't paying attention because they come right out and tell you. So they're more interested in the matter than the the spiritual side of it. They're trying to keep the matter, which is the body here. I'm going to quote Isaac Hayes again, Bill. You're damn right. <laughs> and if you listen to them, the Bill Gateses and the Peter Steels and the Elon Muskers, all these people, they want some technology to stay. See, they ain't really into the religion. They into Satanism, period. They on that other end of the spectrum, that fake feminine energy. Everything is down because that's what they into. I'm going to that they need that. What you saying? They need the energy. They really using the energy to be able to accomplish what they're trying to accomplish to keep the matter here. So they're using the feminine energy. They're using the fake feminine energy. Okay, yeah. But but it's still feminine. It's still the energy, even though it's it's fake. They're using that energy. Not that energy, Bear. They, they're they hoping that these women attract other women. And that's what they're feeding off of. You see? If they can fool these women, these black women, into thinking mm-hmm. that they have the same level uh, of energy. Wait, let me make sure I'm explaining this right. If they can fool real black feminine energy mm-hmm. into thinking that mm-hmm. the feminine energy is conducive to them, then that's exactly how they feed on the energy. They're not getting it from the fake feminine, okay? They done. 
they're using them to attract the real feminine energy. The real feminine. So we have to warn the sisters, which is what we're doing now, mm-hmm. not to follow into the footsteps of this fake feminine energy. It's not real. And again, that's only a temporary condition until their technology is in place to take over. Their ultimate aim is to never die, to never leave, immortality. Period. And they'll do whatever they have to do to make that happen. Now, if they God come down and you gotta you gotta just logically say to yourself, family, what God would allow for these people to do the things that they've done to people in other cultures all over the world, to go everywhere and try to take over other people's countries? What kind of God is that? And do you really want to be governed or uh, spiritually controlled by that kind of God? Go ahead, Pastor. Well, that's they they using their uh, imagination, they, you know, their computer, their mindset is their computer, and they're using their imagination to become, they want to rule, they want to be God. I mean, they want to, well, we are, but they want to be, it's the power, they want to rule the planet. Well, that's why they run around saying that they were chosen, and that and that's fake because they chose themselves. Of course, again, ain't no evidence of what they're talking about. None. And whenever they come forth with some, ninety-nine point nine percent of the times it's proven to be a fraud. Okay. Look, I find it ironic, Bear. So they saying that they 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 empower. So if they fake and everything that they creating is fake, so them being empowered is fake also. I'm not sure I follow that one, Bear. <laughs> so you when you say. That them being in power is fake. What, what, what do you mean? Well, um, if we saying that they fake and everything that they doing is fake, they creating fake the feminine, fake feminine. So them didn't they give us an illusion that they in power? Isn't they fake? Oh no, bear! They in power. That's not no. They in power. It ain't. So how do yeah, all that fakeness come into to the making things real? Yeah, they're in power, but they're using the energy of the people to stay there. They use okay. of the people to stay there. All right. Uh, 
How long they going to stay there? I ain't in charge of it. But I've been talking about them using this fake feminine energy and then to pretty much run into it here again in, in this long article. Again, it's just more proof positive. Uh, and we're going into the uh, the tarot part of this tomorrow. Because it all, it all fits. It all lines up, man. And when I'm looking for this stuff, I don't know that these things are going to line up like this. I really don't. And I'm not going in outside of the definity uh, of the subject matter. I'm not going in with any pre- preconceived notion. I'm open to what I find. It's just a so, what I find. Even though they fake, it's by them using the rituals and things like that. Uh, they're getting the results that they want. Even yeah. It doesn't matter if it's fake or you're real. You're still going to get the results that you put out there. Yeah, that's artificial. Through the magic, through the magic, though, what they call it. Yes, yeah. that's artificial. You see? When you, when you elevate your consciousness and ignite your kundalini, that's not artificial. That's not coming from anything outside of you. Okay? When you come with rituals, that's what the, and this is what the, the article was alluding to, mm-hmm. the history priest class using this stuff, okay, using the rituals. Uh, right. So that's what I'm saying. Okay, so it don't matter if you're working on the evil side or the good side. By you using the rituals, you are able to get the results. Yes. And make things happen. Yes. So how come, how did these, or they got in power because they gave the average person religion and they did the rituals and, and did the magic. Well, once so you they consider it, mm-hmm. once you consider everybody back in them days did not have access to the information. Right. Only a small so. handful of people, the priest class. So mm-hmm. only they okay. could study these things. 99.99 ad infinitum again of the people had no way to do battle with these people. Now I'm going to take a, an analogy. You turn a stick into a serpent, right? Using magic. But, okay, but what about the people, the priesthood, where you did, all of the priesthood was not corrupted? So, it was a battle just saying between the the priesthood, the ones who wanted to do evil and the ones who wanted to do good. I I don't know that to be the case. Okay. Because again, you're talking about a history of, uh, a a system of hierarchy. Mm-hmm. It's like ain't no thirty three and a third gonna be subservient to no master. 
you got three degrees and you trying to to uh supersede a thirty three and a third? I don't think so. So consider that when you're talking about a preach class where mm-hmm. only initiates are allowed to study, okay? Go deep I, into it. I mean, you breaking up. I can't we can't hear you. Okay. I don't know how many people were allowed uh to study with the priest class to uh, join the mystery school. I don't know how many people were allowed to do that. But I'm I venture to say it wasn't very many. Right. Same today. Yeah, so now you're talking about a very small group of people. And unlike mm-hmm. today, where else are you going to go and get that kind of knowledge back then? Thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago. Where are you going? You ain't turning on no radio. You ain't watching no TV. Ain't no books. You can't read the metal netter. Because, again, everybody wasn't privileged enough to do those things. (coughs) So the average person, if they see the priest class who's able to use magic, what would they think about this person when they had nothing else to measure it against? Would you think they divine? Yeah, I guess so. They do things that you can't do. Well, I mean, but beyond, it's being able to manipulate matter. Okay? Alchemy. I mean, it ain't like you're going to go somewhere else and find those things readily. But it's like... The, the the even the priesthood, I mean, they developed that. They were interested in that, you know. They they searched it. They went within. They experiment with it. Most people is like they not interested in that. They ain't got time for that. They doing uh, everyday stuff. You talking about back then? Yeah, even yeah, back then and today too. Look, they would, they couldn't even consider uh, doing battle with studying oh. with the priest class. That was not permitted, not not even remotely. In the same way today, you can't just get it. But they organized it, you know. It's like, but what what keeps a person from doing it on their own? If you want to learn how to do magic today, you can go and learn. You got magicians all over the place. That wasn't the case back then. So why is it that that is readily available now? Why is it that uh, these people is ruling things? Well, is it because it, they've been ruling for from back then all the way to now? They've been able to maintain control of the monetary supply and the value of the currency 
for centuries. That's how. Make sense? Yeah, so it's the money. I care not who makes the country that's why, they, that's why That's why they call it currency, huh? That's the energy. I care not who makes the country's laws as long as I can control the money. Meyer Amschel Rothschild. Mm-hmm. He said that in the 1700s. And the education system. It's just the other part of it. Yeah, that's just an offshoot. That's just another part of the system of control. Most of the people, uh, even white people, uh, they ain't seen no parts in those schools 500 years ago. Ain't seen it. Ain't heard of it. Don't exist. That's a recent phenomenon with this public school system. So you wasn't going to no school learning any of this you had to come from a certain class going back three, four hundred years ago. You had to come from a certain class in order to get into the school system. And that school system was primarily predicated, uh, as much as I know, I can't speak super authoritatively on it because I ain't done that much research into the school systems in the 1600s or the 1500s. But I can guarantee you the learned people come from the upper, upper crust, not the bottom. Right, right. That's why they still in charge today. That is correct. Okay, so you couple that with the money, them people at the top, they got all the money, they're creating a system of control, they're the educators, they can read, they can write. Most people couldn't read or write nothing. But Uh, so nowadays... Do you think that they they are all of this cake got down and this discovery that's going on because we are in the Aquarian age and now the average Ike and Mike and Irene and all of that can also tap into the rituals and the powers and counter what they've been doing for eons? I think People have the capacity if they apply themselves based on the times that we're in to do miraculous things. The problem is getting people, convincing people that this is the case. And a lot of of times when people back it's against the wall, that's when they tap and they have, you know, that's when they really become aware and have to make the changes. They have no choice. Yeah, when your back is against the wall, that's a sad commentary on the people. Sad commentary. And I'm going to say this. If that's how uh, you hope to acquire the kind of knowledge you need to be able to exercise some of this, uh, this energy or, or these capacities that you have to use this energy, we're not going to make it. Well, what about if maybe 
part of their rituals was to keep the the people, the masses, in a hypnotic stage or sleep stage. So they, you know, and that's what the distraction is about. They distract you so you won't tap into uh, what you have. So, so when do you? So when do you decide to exercise some free some free will? When your back is against the wall, when it's too late? Well, that's what the distraction is for. The distraction is to keep you distracted so you won't even think about it. You won't even pay it attention. You're so stressed out paying bills and and dealing with the frequencies that they're putting out there. Their whole thing is to keep you from noticing know who you are and what your capability is. Uh, okay. Then I think that uh, people have to learn how to exercise uh, themselves away from uh, excess bills and and the things that come with them. Okay? The distraction. Yeah, all of the headaches come with it. Because you know what, Bev? Uh, mm-hmm. Thank you. There's 30 or 40 million people, maybe more. I don't know. I really don't care. But I bet mm-hmm. you this country and there's a 30, 40 million people in this country alone watching a damn football game. Okay. Uh, we are one of the biggest rituals getting ready to come up. And so have they, parties, they, yeah, like, like Dick said, parties, parties, and bullshit. Okay, so no, uh, people ultimately get, or water ultimately reaches the level that it's supposed to. It reaches its own level. For people to want to attain spiritual awareness, you have to deal with who you are and you, the thing that basically identifies who you are is your attitude. That's going to dictate your behavior. And I, I'm going to give you that. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, man. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I have to say, if I'm using that as my metric to judge where we are, we're in big trouble. Is it changing somewhat? Yes. Yes. But if too much of the behavior is extremely disturbing because we've gotten caught up in the degeneracy and in, uh, in some ways we don't seem to be bothered by it. As a matter of fact, man, we mm-hmm. celebrate it. We celebrate the degeneracy. We do look we down celebrate on, it? Or, mm-hmm. We don't accept, accept anything from anybody that makes us alter what we individually want to do. Everybody wants to be a boss. And I'm generalizing here. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying mm-hmm. anything, but... You know what I mean, generally speaking. Right. Don't nobody want to, everybody want to know what everybody else knows. 
or think that they know what everybody else knows. Because the technology tells you, you can access this. You go get you some chat GPT, and now you're the smartest person, or one of them, smartest people on the planet. Forget analytical Okay, go ahead, Well, like one of the, uh, someone was saying that all of this is really not for us. They, this is setting up for the future generation. Uh, That is correct. We're all being put, yeah. And how many of that future generation do you think is going to be around? Because these people are already telling you what they're doing. They not had nothing. They say it's too many of y'all. Y'all got to go. We're going to cut off this food. You think them farmers all over Europe, over Europe, raising hell. Why you think they're doing that? Well, we all, we, I don't see animals in the farms that we have here. Uh, they don't want you eating them. That ain't my opinion. They've already told you that. They don't want you farming. Just a few years ago, they was paying people to do so-called community farms. Now, they don't want you farming. Well, um, I don't know if they can hear us or not. They might can hear us because we went past the extra hour. Uh, you own nothing and be happy? And you'll eat the bug. That's not my opinion. That's what the people pushing the agenda is saying. It's written all over the place. It's not my opinion. But that don't mean we have to accept it. No, you don't have to accept it. You don't have to accept it at all. But I want to see some fight. I don't see it. Ain't saying it ain't happening. I'm saying I don't see it. They got specific, okay, at which they want certain things to be in place. That's why you got the courts in the White House now, because they're dealing with time schedules. That's why they're doing all the stuff that they're doing to Orange Man, because they're working on time schedules. I don't think we... We give these people enough credit for how ruthless they can be. And damn if they didn't just inject a whole, I mean, millions and millions of people with some poison and people dying all over the damn place. You got a cancer epidemic. The head doctor in Florida has come out and said that the the vaccines is giving people cancer, okay? Yeah. Except for yeah. cancer. And, and they're not and getting it right away. They just wait like two, three years before it's formed. Well, some of them people that was running around out here criticizing people for not taking that venom, now those people are running around talking about uh, they're the ones who were telling people not to take the vaccine. It's the damnedest thing I've seen. The very people 
who were running around telling people to take the shot. Now, they're saying, well, we, when we found out, we tried to want no. There were many of us who were out here from day one telling people what the deal is with this stuff, and here's what you take to, to kind of deal with it. I was one of those no-name people. But the fact of the matter is, many of the people who are out here now claiming that they were the progenitors of warning people were, in fact, the people that was running around telling people to go get the, the venom. Y'all know, I'm talking black and white. Y'all know them. They're the same characters that told you to go out there and vote for Joe Biden. And the reason that they're able to do that is because they think you damn fools. They think you stupid, and you ain't got a half a brain in your head to deal with nothing that they bring. All they got to do is say, orange man bad. We're going to pick this up tomorrow because we offline and like I don't know if they they can hear us or not on the phone. Okay, Bill. So we, we'll continue this tomorrow. Looking Absolutely. Forward to getting that to the tarot card. I didn't know it was that late, babe. I didn't know it was that late. <laughs> yeah. Okay, babe. Okay, family. Hold tap and better love. Right, better love. Better love. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Haha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.